0: hey welcome back to the infamous podcast this is brian this is daryl and i can see your ugly face being elite be be elite that's right i'm wearing my elite (laughs) shirt so uh yeah we're gonna we're at some point i think we're gonna end up switching to just an AEW podcast (laughs) so (laughs) i I, I, I gotta get you watching it more like more regularly well i i watch all of them Sense no, but you got to watch all the vlogs like you got to oh, watch the, the okay. Being the Elite, you got to watch like Sammy's vlog, Evil Uno's vlog. I refuse to watch Ethan Page's vlog because I do not get all, I do not get all ego, Ethan Page. I do not understand it. One, I, I, I the fact that he saddled with Scorpio Sky, I think saddles like you know, anyway. <laughs> so, welcome to AW talk with Kevin and Brian. So, uh, all right, so this week we've got a, a couple news bites we're going to bump through real quick. We are going to review the Netflix original film, Red, Red Notice. Notice. Red Notice. Um, and then we have a... Um, we've already taped the last part of the show with a special guest uh, to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's really long, um, so we're definitely going to attack it on the end of the episode. Um, but it was fun. It's a great talk. Um, our buddy Carlo, friend of the show good friend of mine he's a member of the uh, real Ghostbusters of Ohio so he's like all in on that Ghostbusters yeah
1: thing. I didn't even know there were, that was a thing
0: yeah it's it's cool like his pro I've seen his proton pack it's awesome it makes the <laughs> sound turn it on I can't even make the like you know sound but um <clears throat> it is it is great it's it's super fun and awesome all right so let's uh Let's get going here. Um, so Marvel stepped in it this week. Uh, well, I guess they didn't step in it this week, they stepped in it a few years ago, uh, in what 2014 technically. Um, So this comes from pirates and princesses, which I take with a grain of salt. Most of the time with their rumors. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, I like neon and geeky sparkles with the, um, they're from clownfish TV, but they do the pirates and princesses, uh, website as well. And, um, (laughs) so, uh, did Marvel get Ironheart name from an iron man porn parody (laughs) is the title of this, of this article. Um, and I, I love this. You, you read that right. It seems like there was an Iron Man porn parody with a female character in a female Iron Man costume called Ironheart. The film predates Marvel's Iron Heart comic by a couple years. Um, here's the funny thing is Iron Heart, they did not trademark that name until 2017. And I think the character came out in 2016. Yes. So that was a dangerous game. Um uh, so Riri Williams is an awful character. We've talked about this before. Um there is a there is an Ironheart Netflix or I'm sorry, Disney Plus series coming out which nobody asked for, nobody wants. Nobody wants that comic, nobody reads that comic. Um but I I think either CC Sabolski or Joe Casada um, they need to clear their browser history. <laughs> So I like, like, I mean, cause even like, so if you go to, go to the article, cause there's a costume and, 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 and the costume looks strangely from strangely similar to the, uh, <laughs> the Riri Williams version in, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's just sad really. Um, but I think it's indicative of current MCU. 100%. Um, I don't think anything they're doing is original. Because it's not. I, I think everything they do is a virtue signal. Um and I, I think the fact that they announced like that whole slate of things we talked about last week and their stock price dropped has not rebounded to where it was. Um if it has rebounded, it's dipped again and it's just <sighs> the MCU's dead. I I, I, I do I think I think that the 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 goodwill of the people like yes the MCU and just unwavering support of the MCU is dead cuz I know a whole bunch of people who who like just flat out skipped the Eternals um a couple people like when I was like like have asked if I, I watched Shang-Chi and I'm like no they're like well it's on Disney Plus I'm like I don't care you know I mean I could have pirated it months ago and i didn't even care about that
1: so i actually did go we were when we talked about the other thing i did go see uh shang chi in the theaters yeah but when you say it's dead i think people use that term way too often just because something they don't like however in this respect i would say it's i wouldn't say it's dead i'd say it's on life support because who would have thought? Up until now, you know, twenty twenty one, the best MCU movie, specific MCU movie. I'm not necessarily counting Venom sure. two. Is Shang Chi? Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, Black Widow was embarrassing.
1: Black yeah. Widow was embarrassing, but it had some parts that I liked.
0: Right, but the, I mean, Eternals, I'm saying It was embarrassing for. It was embarrassing for for ScarJo. One and it was embarrassing because it was a movie that should have been made years ago. Should have been made. It after didn't need to be Winter made. Soldier. Uh, absolutely. When she first went on the run, mm-hmm. it it did not need to be made again. And and then the other thing is, uh, you know, they had a character who was ta- the 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 shield agent in that who was helping her was obviously Taskmaster, and they went and they made it um, CGI head on a Taskmaster body, and that was just dumb it was dumb because it was obviously a guy in the suit the whole time mm-hmm. so yeah I mean, and then and then and
1: again eternals was awful
0: yeah i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna i mean i mean i'm
1: movie. i you know how i'll say i, well, I you went to see it didn't yeah you? I, yeah i will hedge things like saying no, look i didn't like okay. it but it could, no eternals was awful it was terrible like as bad as i i yeah. dislike again thor the dark world thor the dark world actually has moments in it especially between thor and loki that are actually good theater this this movie was first of all it was two and a half hours long yeah it was just awful and it, and it's more indicative of what the mcu and what marvel in general when we're you know getting back to this and the lack of creativity yep. in marvel properties as a whole
0: i mean they're copying off everything right mm-hmm. now where before like everybody's copying off of them so. yeah anyway yeah i don't know i just thought it was funny i thought it was something that was well worth pointing out and uh and yeah all right so the next thing up is uh
1: (laughs) speaking of marvel
0: speaking of i mean we're just talking about marvel right now um all of our news bites are marvel centric um so the spider-man no way trail no way home trailer um i guess second official like full-length trailer Mm -hmm. came out um it's not awful. I mean, it's 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 a decent trailer. Um, there's lots of uh man. That screen looks great. What's it? oh the, the computer screen? Yeah, yeah, it's, the monitor. It's five k, brother. Five k, five k, five k. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things where. I'm really hoping he ends up in the Venom verse after this, especially after going to see Afterlife and and having the Morbius trailer up on the Mm -hmm. RPX screen. Like, I think I think this version of Spider-Man getting away from being Iron Boy um, works better. Yeah. And
1: this is some like I love I mean, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people do. It's he's one of those just for certain reasons, but
0: he's actually very divisive.
1: Yeah, which is weird. Which is he's
0: just a kind of just this kid.
1: Yeah, and I think they're projecting their distaste on how some aspects of the character is handled Mm -hmm. to him, because there's nothing he's done to deserve that. I will admit, I and to your point, as much as I love him in the MCU, the disservice they've done in the movies not allowing him to stand Mm -hmm. on his own. Yeah. Even though he usually stands on his own at the end of the movie, he he has too much help during the movie. Yeah, I want a movie where he's on his own. Yes, and
0: and I think the only way to do that is to get him I
1: from I the think MCU. that that could be the so,
0: case. But um, the whole Mary Jane or MJ, sorry, and Doctor Strange interaction here with uh, she's like you have to say please. He should have turned her into a frog, <laughs> or something <laughs> like you know, turn her into a cockroach and step on her, and then bring her back and be like. How's that for please? Um, you know, uh, I I'm I don't know. Like bringing Jamie Fox back is weird because um, one the version of Electro that he plays in this looks infinitely cooler than what we saw oh, in absolutely. the Andrew Garfield ones. So yes. it's like I'm hoping this is a different version of that Electro. Um, it feels like Doc Ock might have like a, a crush on Peter Parker, like. <laughs> He's like, oh well, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, you're like super cute. Let's uh he's like grooming him or something. It's very weird. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I, I just I think uh I think I don't know. Did, did you did you get the feeling that those uh Doc Ock arms look a little more like Stark Tech?
1: Yes, I okay. did. Absolutely. So
0: um I and, and, uh, it, so
1: And I'm yeah. wondering if they're having uh the Ned goblin.
0: Uh, Well, I don't think you can have the kid that plays Ned play that hobgoblin. Because it looked like Harry. It looked like James Franco. But I think James Franco is kind of persona non grata. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, But this scene where MJ is falling uh, in the trailer, it looks like it's Tom Holland, Peter Parker. But when she starts to fall, she's next to Ned. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's Andrew Garfield who saves her there. And maybe that's when we get the introduction to to Spiderfield, that
1: would be a very interesting save because of him losing right because Gwen uh, Stacy because
0: so, he's learned his lesson not yeah. to just like, um, but yeah so so I don't know I mean I think uh, I I told you I think this is going to be a sacrificial lamb for some fans because of the Eternals mm-hmm. I, I think we were, I mean we were talking about this during um, when you guys listened to the the Ghostbusters review we already kind of talked a little bit. But I think if this movie makes eight hundred million, that's that's going to be a success for this. Mm-hmm. I do not think this is going to be a billion dollar movie. Um, I, I do not necessarily think this is going to be a super well received movie.
1: I don't. I don't think so either. So. I I I'm still on the fence about it in the sense of how good it's going to be. I, again, I've, I've been very entertained with the Spider Man in the MCU. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, despite what other, you know, other people personally, I like him.
0: I like him as Spider-Man. I I like, I I think, I think he's struck the best balance of both Mm -hmm. characters. Um, I think he gets the self deprecation better than anybody. um, And I think he gets the physicality of the character better. Yes. But then I do think his Peter is a little more happy go lucky than Peter Parker should be because Mm -hmm. like Peter Parker is a sad sack Mm -hmm. and, and, I think that's kind of where Andrew Garfield really kind of nailed it a little Mm bit. Um, And I think Toby just was not ever able to take himself. He took, he takes himself too seriously to Mm -hmm. let that happen.
1: Right. So with this, uh, this is, is going to be huge as far as what happens in 2022 for the MCU, because you're absolutely right. The stink of the eternals is really going to affect some people's perceptions of this movie. I
0: almost feel like, like I said this about solo. Um, when it came out so close to the last Jedi, this movie should probably be pushed back a little bit because mm-hmm. I mean, they pushed everything else back. They should have probably pushed this back to March or May to get further away from the stink turnals mm-hmm. than, than what this is. Because yeah. I mean, the, I mean the Eternals is going to, well, I mean like after the, the, uh, quarterly earnings report. Shang-Chi or Black Widow were both lost money mm-hmm. because that division lost $65 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't a lot of stuff that came out to to make up for that. And then, um, I mean, The Eternals is on track to lose $100 million. Yeah. So at least. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's one of those things that <sighs> I don't want this movie to be the solo of... Of the MCU where Mm -hmm. people are just like, I I was just burned by the Eternals, so I'm not going to go see it. And anyone who says they like the Eternals, to be honest, I do not trust their review. I do not trust their take on it because all they talk about is they like it because it had diversity. Yeah. And they don't ever mention like, oh, I liked it because this part of the story.
1: Yeah. So, you know me, I'm. And we were talking we talked about I do
0: know you you are the you you only go to see movies because they're diverse
1: uh, absolutely no. but in the sense of there are movies where I, like i said you can see i can see why somebody likes this movie i can see why somebody doesn't like this again i know there are people that like the eternals with they just like it and i'm not talking about those who are virtue signaling with the diversity there for me there is very little there are very few redeeming qualities about that movie
0: I think when normies are turn, turning on it mm-hmm. that's when you know it's yeah. objectively bad yeah so and I haven't seen it so I'm not I'm not saying if it's bad or not I'm saying it's bad I don't know yeah you're right all I have is your take and <laughs> the pitch medium <laughs> screen. Ran, <laughs> which is very accurate which again I feel like having watched that it's like I definitely don't want to see this movie um I mean the same thing with Sean Chi but um I don't know. Shang-Chi I mean, at least has It's free to watch now. It's in yeah. 4K, so I this might want This is it, the thing.
1: So... Shang-Chi, despite its serious issues, mm. it was fun. It had it had a lot of fun. I uh, mean, I'm uh, a
0: sucker for martial arts movies mm-hmm. anyway, so... I mean, if it's got some good kung fu fighting, Oh, it does. It absolutely you know, does. Or um, if we learned anything from Paper Tigers, kung fu. <laughs> um, if it's got good... Do they call it kung fu or do they call it kung fu? And I, don't, I don't remember, honestly. I don't know, but yeah. So, uh... I don't know. This trailer looks fine. It it does not. I told because like, I told you because you asked about media blackout. Mm-hmm. This movie has got to earn my dollar, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be watching everything that comes out, everything that's said. Like I'll probably even read some spoilers to find out if I really want to go see this or not. Yeah, because the the to to quote Padme or paraphrase MCU, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> So you know honestly, with, or, or to paraphrase everyone you are the chosen yeah. one
1: with spoilers, I don't really care anymore with some of these movies until they get back into the my good graces. I really don't care as far as spoilers
0: one hundred percent all right, so uh the last news bite before we get to red notice is uh oh that was weird um is uh Speaking of Spider-Man. Speaking of Spider-Man, so Tom Holland, who for all intents and purposes is just a dumb kid, right? Um, we talk about we talk about these actors just mainly being husks. Um, Tom Holland is, is definitely one of these people who he seems like a very nice young man. Like, I don't think he's going around and doing some of the traditional just like Hollywood nonsense. He stays off of social media, mm-hmm. just kind of keeps to himself. All Intents and purposes, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe not his movies, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's yeah. a good guy, um, was asked uh, what's best for Spider-Man, and he's suggesting a Miles Morales film. Um, whereas uh, Spider-Man producer Amy Pascal notes she has no interest in doing <laughs> Spider-Man without Tom Holland. Um, I've talked to him about doing like a 100 more. Um, and then, however, Holland suggested... They move to Miles Morales. Maybe it's time for me to move on. Maybe what's best for Spider-Man is a Miles Morales film. Um, I have to take Peter into account as well because he's an important part of my life, Holland said. He then added, if I'm playing Spider-Man after I'm 30, I've done something wrong. I disagree. I absolutely um, disagree. Because the adult Peter Parker stories are infinitely more interesting than the high school Peter Parker stories. Yes. Now, the Miles thing. Um No. We do not need a live-action Miles Morales movie. Uh, One, the Miles Morales in the cartoon only paid attention to one side of his heritage. The Miles Morales comic book currently only pays attention to one side of his heritage, which did not – that is not how the character started out. He was a very balanced character between his Latino and his black side. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if you look – and we talked about this last week. If you look at what Marvel Comics has done to the character – You want them to keep, if you're a fan of Miles Morales, you want to keep him as far away from live action MCU as possible. You want him in the hands of Sony in their animated universe where he kicks all sorts of ass. He's not compared to Tom Holland. He's not compared to um, Toby Toby Maguire. He's not compared to Andrew Garfield because believe it or not, he is not a household name. People are going to be like, "Why are you tokenizing my Spider-Man with a black Spider-Man?" Mm-hmm. Which I, I've told you before. I do not necessarily feel like he is a tokenized character. There are aspects of it, yes. The current iteration of him in MCU or in Marvel comics, he is 100% a tokenized version of Peter Parker because they're rehashing old Peter Parker stories now. Yeah, um, he's even dating Gwen Stacy. So I- again, like, why? Like i mean because they're doing the same thing with her she's a tokenized version of spider-man now mm-hmm. um whereas like mayday parker like she was peter's daughter from another like you know multiverse mm-hmm. great character great character mayday is awesome um actually one of my drives is named mayday so <laughs> um because you know everything on this computer is named after peter parker or a uh, spider-man character actually um when I used to have multiple laptops, uh, one was called Peter Parker, one was called Ben Riley, and one was called Kane Parker. <laughs> and then the drives were like Mayday and you know, Silk and you know, <laughs> different, hilarious. the different like girl derivatives. A Spider-Woman, uh, Jessica um, Cruz. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, brain fart. But yeah, no, they do not need to do a Miles Morales live action because, again... It's gonna be one of those things where people are like, "Wait, why is this? Why, who is this character? Why are why are they doing this?" Um, because again, like we are, we are steeped into this culture. We are steeped into comic books. We are steeped into into superhero lore. To us, Miles Morales is a ten year old character that has been more hit more missed than hit lately. Mm-hmm. To most people out there, Miles Morales is going to be a token version. And you saw, I mean, you saw how like normie people reacted to the the whole idea that they're going to do a Black Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. People don't want that. No, no bueno. Mm-mm. No thank you. No gracias.
1: Speaking of Miles Morales, right. I'm I'm trying and... to
0: trying to give him give give his Hispanic side some more love. I mean, they did the video game, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I did you get the Miles Morales? I did Spider-Man? not. Spider Man. I wasn't. Gonna... I don't know anyone who got it. I don't know anyone who talked about it. I did not see many reviews for it, but the. The Marvel Spider-Man that came out that preceded that got universal love.
1: Amazing, game. And as I'm far still
0: as still at forty yeah. percent,
1: I, I I'm a hundred percenter on that one. The thing is about the whole Miles Morales is the original Ultimates version. Even though it took me a while to get there, I I, I read that line and it I, I loved it. Yeah, I haven't read anything recently. Miles Morales in into the spider-verse. I loved how they had that both sides mm-hmm. They use both sides of it, you know how they they went from speaking English to Spanish in the household, right? The way the MCU is now the way they've been go- they're going not the way they've been going but the way they're the direction they're going I have zero trust yep. in them yep. to do this character, right and all it would do would it would just just you know once again it would ruin spider-man's character because he would get pushed on the wayside and then they would it would have uh just a generic spider-man and miles morales and it wouldn't give any credence to the origins of the character and a character who has you know who comes from two different heritage they they would not do that
0: i mean it's not even about the heritage though it's not they're they're not going to get character right they probably won't get his powers right you know, they no. will make him a carbon clone of the current Spider-Man. Yes. and you
1: that's know. why I think number one so. is I do not trust them no. one bit.
0: No, though will uh, It'll have to be. It'll have to be some black creator director. Mm-hmm. You know, because it'll only be black actors. Because
1: you know, so. it used to be in Feige, we trust. And again, some of my friends still say that. No, not no. anymore. Not, not for the last couple of years. And some of the stuff, the directions Fe- they've taken things.
0: Feige lost my trust with that A 4 scene in In Game. Honestly, like that, it had zero. Like the every every female character in that in that in that movie was kicking all sorts of ass, and then they had to pull everybody away from what they were doing. Hofan dyne getting mm-hmm. the time machine up and going, and to pose. Yeah, it was stupid.
1: Yeah, it, I I laughed at that in the theaters with scorn.
0: I almost threw up. Yeah, I, I laughed <laughs> in scorn. Throw up, yeah, but I definitely almost threw up. In my mouth
1: If it was J.J. Abrams, you would have thrown up.
0: If it was J.J. Abrams, I, I might have walked out. So, But anyway, no, I mean, here's the thing. Tom Holland is just a dumb kid. Tom Holland is a kid who they do not give the full script to because he can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Right? Plain and simple. Tom, Tom, Tom Holland is, when we talk about those husks of people, he is a well-meaning husk. of America. Yeah. And I also think so. he's
1: like, I'm. you know, to uh, paraphrase Marshawn Lynch, I'm just saying this so I don't get canceled.
0: I'm not saying any of this so I don't get, I don't it. No, say. I'm, I'm I mean, talking I mean, about Tom yeah. Holland. Oh, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so uh I, I think he's I, I agree with you. I think he's saying that a little bit because he feels like he needs to, mm-hmm. he needs the virtue signal. And that um anyway, that's that, a whole I mean, other story. I mean, yeah. So, like I like the way they handled Zendaya's character. Her name is MJ. She is not Mary Jane Watson. Mm-hmm. She is just an MJ. Yeah, and that's just kind of... That is a that's nod. Fine. To, it's fine. Yeah. It's a nod to the character, but it's not the same character. Right. And, you know, um, it's just not. Like, Ned is different than the Ned well, from Ned Leeds. At, oh, oh, the actor? I don't even know his name. No,
1: I mean, I'm um, talking about oh. the character, like, um, Miles' friend, because that's what oh, it, it kind of yeah. reminds me of. Yeah, he
0: is definitely Miles's buddy from um, from the Ultimates. The Ultimates. Um, but they just gave him Ned Leeds' backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, which didn't make any sense because Ned Leeds ends up being one of his villain, like early villains mm-hmm. that uh, or early version of the hobgoblin yeah. that because he knows who Peter is, is even more deadly. And so I don't know. I mean, seeing this version of the, this actor in particular playing hobgoblin doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I think he has alopecia. Like, I... cause like he's normally bald mm-hmm. and like, I think the Ned wig, you know. But I mean, I like him. I mean, yeah, I, I, I actually like, like the I, guy. I think he's a welcome addition to the uh, the Tom Holland Spider Verse. But
1: even though he did drop the Death Star, the Lego Death Star,
0: I thought that was kind of funny, actually. Yeah. So that I mean, that it. just showed how much of a reaction he yeah. had there. So anyway, all right. Uh, our last um, our last bit of a business here. Red Notice from Netflix. Um, if you if you don't know, uh, in a world of international crime, an Interpol agent attempts to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. Uh, this stars Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Chris Dea from um, Silicon Valley, and uh, the Dwayne Rock, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson guy.
1: Um, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson guy. Yeah, uh,
0: Rock the Dwayne Johnson, as the guys from WrestleTalk Talk call him. Um, anyway, this movie, okay, uh, one I told you, it is just a mashup of every Rock movie and every Ryan Reynolds movie thrown into one with Gal Gadot for the eye candy. Yes. Does that? Does that? So, um, all right. So, out of uh, <laughs> ten unhatched counted eggs. <laughs> Um, so I, I like you win the rating first, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, what do you give it? That's a tough one. I, I, I'm going with a
1: 6.5 and I'll, I'll, i I'm, I'm all about the sixes recently in you movies.
0: You're, you're like the mark of the beast on you or something with all this <laughs> But
1: sixes. I said a 6.5 though.
0: I mean 666.5 is still like, you know, the 666. 6, 6. <laughs> anyway, uh I go a solid 5. Mm-hmm. Um I think the degree of difficulty for this movie is a 2. I mm-hmm. think this is easy to do. It's a heist, it's a it's a who done it like There's a buddy a cop in a way. Buddy cop, it's, you know, it's Gal Gadot looking sexy. Um <laughs> but it's Ryan Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. but not going full Ryan Reynolds, which yeah. is important. It's a very important thing. He had distinction. what did he have? Uh Gravitas. No. Penultimate. Your, your word. Oh blasphemy. No. Oh restraint. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think he had restraint. I think it was the fact that Rawson Marshall uh Thubber uh who wrote and directed this, um, had the restraint to to keep him in in line because he also uh directed uh and wrote dodgeball a true underdog story really um the we're the millers which is fantastic that's yeah i like that Uh, it's a highly underrated comedy he uh also did uh central intelligence which is the funniest rock kevin hart pairing Mm -hmm. um he did skyscraper no thank you he's doing the division oh he did sky i like skyscraper uh enough uh, so and uh, apparently he acted in uh easy a so, hmm. he's
1: doing the division based on the game
0: yes i believe that's what it is so i don't yeah, know if based he based on the tom clancy game just division.
1: by looking at his resume i don't know if he's the one for that
0: i don't know i mean like uh his his cia work in uh in central intelligence like that action mm-hmm. is pretty good
1: so. no it's not necessarily the action it's the tone of the movie.
0: He got the government stuff down. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'd be willing to give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt. But I, I don't know. Um, but but because he like think of dodgeball and the performance he got out of Ben Stiller and something that with with White Goodman mm-hmm. that could have been so much more over the top that just was this like great little slice of douchebag, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah, yeah. And I will say, Thurber. I don't think Thurber. I, Thurber.
1: Okay, I don't think I've seen Gal Gadot have more fun acting in a movie than she was in this. The
0: smile that she has as the bishop when she's smiling yeah. is like where has this been? Like yeah. obviously. Like it just goes to show how hard the the Justice League set was with mm-hmm. Joss Whedon around uh, or the Justice League, let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. Um that everybody got a um, stinkhold there. <laughs> but so this this is great. This movie like isn't great. It's good. It's fun. It's and a spoilers, by the way. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Uh this is a two hundred million dollar budget. So we were just talking where we, we you're gonna hear us talk about Ghostbusters. We were just talking about it. Um Ghostbusters is a $75 million movie. Looks infinitely better than this. Far better. Um there's a lot of green screen here. Um I you know, unfortunately, the rock is just the rock. Um like his character in this is no different than his character in Ballers, who is no different than his character in The Rundown, who is no different than The Rock, Rocky Maivia in WWE. Um, the twist is fun. I thought that was, it was thought, yeah. It was it was uh, it was not un un. It was not a surprise. Um, it was more of a matter of when is it going to come out that this is the case um versus does this come
1: out so well this is the thing about the twist is it may some of the stuff that ha- it, everything makes more sense with the twist honestly yeah. oh, if, yeah. if if there was no twist then there were there were stuff that i wouldn't it, i wouldn't have liked it as much yeah. so it in retrospect watching that twist play out and then going back, you know, and how they do the, and then again, this is yeah. with a lot of heist movies oh, yeah. and other stuff where they go back and show this you what happened. This is a fun heist. Movie. Yeah, it's so, it's a lot of fun.
0: The the twist was either going to be him and Gal Gadot are working together, mm-hmm. um, or him and the Interpol agent are actually the bad guys mm-hmm. and they're trying to screw over Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean this this movie has a prison break. It's got a little like Indiana Jones-esque action sequence. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds was doing his own like parkour stunts when he was running around or who his stunt person was, but Mm -hmm. they were, they were in a, in the Bruce Lee term, like water or like Sammy Guevara, uh, uh, the Spanish gods, Sammy Guevara, um, more AEW talk. Damn it. uh, but yeah, I just I I I literally deducted an entire point from this movie because The Rock. <laughs> I just I just he just chews up scenes and not in a good way, right? Mm-hmm. He's not bringing anybody up. Um, he's not bringing anybody down either. So let's let's make sure we 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 put that there. But it's just you know what you're getting from him, and. Honestly, the only time he really has a fire in his belly when he's acting is when he's trying to show up Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious
1: <laughs> uh, Do you disagree? Uh, I will, in this sense. I don't know. Did you ever see San Andreas?
0: Uh, I did not. That's got Carlo Gugino in it, though, yes. right? So. And
1: um, Alexander Daddario is their daughter.
0: Ooh. How did those two produce Alexander Daddario? <laughs>
1: But there's there's a scene in there where it, he it,
0: did did he like adopt her like did he marry now Gugino and then adopt her later no like, they they know? I'm like, just
1: there well, Alexandra
0: Daddario like dad died in like um, earthquake <laughs> and you know it's like well but I, he was my partner but now I'm banging his his yeah.
1: wife but to to my point is in that movie he has a scene where it's one of those where it shocks you just because it's The Rock and. You didn't. I didn't expect him to be able to, to pull that type of emotional scene off. Okay. So, in that regard, so, but most of the time you're kind of right. So. I
0: mean, I love actually the thing. The scene I love the best with with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock is the prison scene where they're when they're when they're in uh, essentially Alcatraz yeah. in Siberia, um, and the way Ryan Reynolds plans to get out of there, I think, was great. And then especially when they go back and you look at the plans that were put forth from the bishop and um, John Hartley um, to to get out based on they did not know what Ryan Reynolds was going to do to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love how he kept trying to leave him behind. Yeah. That was great. It's like
1: you, you said go. <laughs> but I, I do love there. And again, you know what you're going to get with Ryan Reynolds and oh, yeah, The Rocks. They played off each other very well.
0: I yeah, I, I think I think they had good chemistry. Um I you know this was more Ryan Reynolds the first Hitman's Bodyguard than Ryan Reynolds in um Undercover Six or what was it called? Underground Six Underground Six Underground. Yeah. yeah. Um which was just full Ryan Reynolds, which, you know. Was full
1: Ryan good. Reynolds paired with the most Michael Bay yeah. movie. <laughs>
0: Which is, I mean, you kind of gotta go full Ryan Reynolds there, yeah. but like, but like in Deadpool two when he goes full Ryan Reynolds, it's yeah. too much. Just, just pull it back, grab that tiger by the tail. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I really liked uh, Chris Diethemopoulos or however you say it as uh, as Soto Voss Vochi or however you say mm-hmm. it. Um, he did you ever watch Silicon Valley? No. So he's in like the later seasons and he's just billionaire like tech entrepreneur and uh he's got like he's all about the three commas right like for a billion mm-hmm. like he likes oh, okay. being at the three comma club like he gets there and he makes a tequila <laughs> called trace commas um and then there's a point in the show where he loses a comma because his net worth goes under a billion dollars to like 999,999 and uh he's all like dejected and like out to get the guys because he lost money and I don't know. It's, it's funny. Um, but he's, he's done a lot. Um, he's, he's typically, he's typically really good, but seeing him as like the bad guy in his, his weird British accent was perfect. And then the fake tats they had on him Mm -hmm. were like the most like, Oh my God, this is like, this is what a villain should look like. Who strangles people to death.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so. yeah, I don't I don't have any type of uh history of seeing him in movies or recognizing him, but I thought he did a fine job.
0: Yeah, I mean he's done a ton of TV and stuff like that. And I mean he's been around forever. Uh let's see. Oh, he's in the new diary of a wimpy kid. Um So I mean he's done way more TV than he has uh movies, but yeah. Oh he was in the uh, Batman Animal Instincts as uh Green Arrow. Steve There's Trevor nice. and, um, Oh, the justice Society of world war two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like he's, he's been at it since 2002, like in law and order, things like that. But, um, the good girls revolt, he was in that show. He's, he's done a ton of voice and, and things like that. You just, if you see him, you recognize him. He's a, he's a one of those guys actors mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just like him. Um, I, I, I always enjoy when he, he shows up in things. So, um but yeah, I, but yeah, no the, the movie honestly, like I said that the CGI in this movie is not good because it's not, but like the stuff when they're actually on location looks pretty good, but the end when they're in South America, they're on a sound stage and it's like the it, it just looks awful. Like when they end up in that lagoon mm-hmm. at the end near the end and they're they're like swimming out, God, it's, it's like so bad. It, one it's so bad and two like it was just like it was so forced everything about that scene was mm-hmm. forced so yeah um, but yeah I don't know I stand by a five out of five out of ten I think it's fine if you want to kill an afternoon or you're like cleaning around the house like this is a perfect mm-hmm. movie to put on
1: yeah and one of our friends you know he said it's you know the perfect turn your brain off a movie it's, I, I, I think that's another one of those terms people use way too much it's more along the lines of, you look at it, movies this way. Does it entertain me? Yeah. That's all you do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily about turning your, it, does it entertain me? Can I have fun with this movie? Do
0: you want to escape the world for a little bit? Yes. This is pure escapism. 100%. So, um, but yeah. All right.
1: All right. All right. All cool. right.
0: All right. So we are going to shut up now. And when we're back, you're going to hear us talking with Carlo about Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. And uh, yeah, thanks. All right, so here we are filming, refilming. We're filming, filming Daryl. Yeah, we are. You're so beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we are recording out of order today. So this is the last segment of the show. Um, we have a special guest. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Uh, why, sure. Uh, Carlo Sita, a uh, friend of yours for a long time. Dr. Carlo Sita. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. No, thanks for having me. So, uh, glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so we are going, obviously, talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife here. Can you also tell the people why you are joining us for this particular segment?
2: I don't know. I might be the only card carrying Ghost Head that you know. Um,
0: oh, you 100% are the only card carrying yeah. Ghostbusters fan I know. Yeah. So. And, if,
2: and if people aren't familiar with the Ghost Head uh, moniker, um,. Uh, you know, from a community perspective, or, or the subculture, or the mm-hmm. fandom here—you know, trekkers, trekkies, mm-hmm. ghostheads. Um.
0: Yeah, I like—I—I I, I liken you guys to like the Five O First, but for Ghostbusters. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. like they—they they really yeah. are, and um, or I guess actually, you would be closer to the Rebel Legion than the Five O First, just because like the. And this isn't a bash of the Rebel Legion at all. They're just not quite as exacting as the 501st. And I feel like some of the real Ghostbusters I've seen don't live up to your standard.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, there's a high standard there. Uh, And you're right about that. Um, I I mean, really, to varying degrees. Um, And we can really get into how I found myself into (laughs) this, uh, you know, started as... uh, you know, very very young. Uh, Ghostbusters was my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I saw it in the theaters in '84. It might have been one of those, uh, uh, you know, on VHS kind of kind of oh, deals. We
1: know about the VHS. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. And uh, I mean, it just really carried through the popularity of not only that film, um, but you know, being cartoon. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you
0: know, Dude, really. the real Ghostbusters cartoon was awesome. Absolutely. That's, yeah, my,
2: fa- that's my favorite
0: Ghostbusters is, is the real Ghostbusters cartoon.
2: Well, I'd say... Uh, Keep talking. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> I'd say kids of our generation, um, I mean, that, that was the exposure. Mm-hmm. It may may have not have gotten
0: yeah. the... So,
2: so just for, for
0: context. Sure. We're all within two months of each other. So, yes. age-wise. So you're the old man with the October birthday. I am the old man. And I'm yeah. the middle child with the 5th of December, and he's the, the young baby. Buck. He's okay. the baby with the 7th of I'd rather go so with cute. young buck, based on your shirt, too. Ah, okay. uh, dude. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But sorry, I did not mean that. No,
2: no. Yeah, I mean, really, the real Ghostbusters popularized uh, this intellectual property This um, oh, yeah. to, to, to most. And that carried on for, um, you know, into... The the late 90s, uh, even. You know, I kind of fell off around the extreme point in yeah. time, uh, even though it was, you know, a really well done series. I've, I've since watched it. Um, but uh, really, what rekindled that flame, um, and you know this, you know, had been attending Dragon Con oh, for. Yeah you know, over a decade. And, you know, for those that aren't familiar with Dragon Con, it's the best convention. Uh, in, you just like it country. for all the cosplay orgies. link, don't lie. I mean, it gets, it gets pretty crazy <laughs> there. Uh, but, you know, it, in the pantheon of uh, San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con, it's just very different. Yeah. Uh, well, it,
0: I think because one, it's, it pretty much takes over downtown Atlanta. Yes. And you get to go from venue to venue to venue. Yeah. And when you're outside, it's just like you've entered another world.
2: Oh, the whole thing so, you've entered it. Yeah, yeah it's it's five so, interconnected hotels. Yeah. And, and it's just, you can just feel it. it it's really for fans by fans. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Everyone
0: uh, I know uh, who goes to Dragon Con brings like nine costume changes. Yes. So. People go that.
2: And that's, what, that I mean, team. I
0: feel like it's the, the main cosplay convention over
2: any other. I'd agree. I'd agree with that, and and that's where, uh, you know what really, again, brought back into my mind, like, oh yeah, this uh, this film that I've loved for most of my life, uh, you know, there's there's a convention within the convention, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Con, called PKE Surge. Uh, PKE Surge is kind of the, uh, the reunion of the ghost heads mm-hmm. uh they're you know you talked about the five o first and 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 the rebels and uh you know ghostbusters and the cosplaying or costuming community prop builders and what have you um it's a little different because nobody's ever really portraying one of the core four mm. it's not i'm dressed up as race stance right. like it's i am a part of a franchise that happens to be in the midwest and you are costumed as a ghostbuster but yes. you are really yourself you're dr um, Carlo para parabiologist yes i am a scientist <laughs> um so uh, I mean, that really just brings us to this week uh, yeah. and been sitting on this one for a couple of years. I mean, I so can't... we
0: have been talking, you have been talking to me about this movie since the first trailer came out.
2: I think I and... may have shown the very first teaser trailer and, uh, and, a, a UX, uh, yeah. meeting and,
0: and I'll never, I'll never forget when he found out I was a big nerd. He was like, oh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. I'm like, I'm really not eh. into Ghostbusters. (laughs) And like, just the dejection on his face, he was so disappointed in me. He's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I mean, I like it. Fine. Um, I told you, I haven't watched Ghostbusters 2 in like 20 years. Well, that's
2: okay. (laughs) um,
0: And I I, I actually told him I was going to watch Ghostbusters 1 last night, but I decided to watch Rampage instead. Um, AEW Rampage, not that shitty rock rampage movie um there's
1: that other rampage movie too
0: well i would watch that but i'm afraid i'll get put on a list if i watch that one <laughs> at least well any many more times than i've already watched it so mm. the ue bowl rampage
2: uh i mean i'm i'm familiar with bowl it's uh, it's
0: as bad as you think Yeah. Um, well it's, it's, i mean it, it's, it has
2: his name it, attached to yes it. it's violence porn it, it is oh, okay. it
0: is 100 percent like
2: active shooter porn uh, gotcha. Yeah, it absolutely and, is.
0: And there's three of them that get progressively more. Well, like, wasn't it the
2: same one that did a postal film? Like, postal based on, it was a uh, 90s. Now, era I don't know if Huey Bull FPS. did that,
0: but I know what you're talking I about. thought so. But, um, anyway. But yes, I was so very yeah.
2: disappointed in Brian. Right. I still <laughs> am. Uh, I carry those wins. It's who, fine.
0: Who who isn't disappointed in me? to Be <laughs> honest. Yeah, right. That's, fair. that's I, I, fair. I live to disappoint. That's yeah. that's my whole goal yeah. in life is to disappoint as many people as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no. So this this movie Ghostbusters Afterlife finished filming forever ago.
2: At least two years. Yeah. When was what pretty, was the original that. release date? November uh, 2020. 2020, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah, So it's I been mean, a whole it, year. I mean it was really like I don't even know if it was November. In fact, I think I for whatever reason I have May in my mind. Um and yeah, we can we can do some research. Yeah, I can try I can try and, try and find that. But um
0: anyway, yeah, it's uh oh, March uh oh it was rig- originally ju- july 10th 2020 sorry okay, so delayed then to march 5th 2021 ouch um and then finally came out in november of
2: 2021 so yeah. year and a half yeah so you can you can imagine how that pained me so right you know it's like okay yeah pandemic well Isn't here's the thing. deal but uh... is the like i I still stand by, if they would have put some of these movies
0: out during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and just left them in theaters for like six months, people would have gone to see them. Sure. Like, because it's like, okay, Ghostbusters is in this theater, you know, uh, uh, James Bond is in this theater. Like, like just do Mm -hmm. it that way. Like, be like, hey, we're going to do, AMC is going to do this movie. Regal is going to do this movie. Um, Cinemark is going to do this movie. And I think people would have gone because they can have been like, okay, the whole theater so we can like distance and, and do whatever. Sure. Um, I mean, we never stopped going no. to movies. to <laughs> I mean, any of it. So as long as the theater was mutants, open, but we went. Not a the lot of content mutant. there. No, yeah. no, there, there yeah. really wasn't. There was that it. was the no. problem. That, there, yeah, that so. was the
1: – because I ha- absolutely would have gone. And I, again, I know p- other people wouldn't have, but to your point uh, – your point, and again, if you want to say, hey, we're, we're running on these restricted hours, but we're going to have this movie mm-hmm. – I, I think it would. It, I have no doubt it would have helped movie theaters now as a whole. Yeah, is is it going to have the same box office? Not necessarily, but I it, it think they movies wouldn't necessarily be in a spot that they are now. I lost the habit. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Oh, I have. I to. mean,
0: I have to. We used to go to movies every week, mm-hmm. not necessarily together, but we'd go every couple months to at least right. two movies together. And this is the first movie I've been to since. Um, Was it Venom? That, yeah, Venom Two. Mm-hmm. So and that was the first movie I've been to since whatever we saw together before Black yeah. Widow. Then I don't remember. Oh which. no, Black Widow was the Black last Widow. one I saw yeah. in the theater before that. So yeah, well, same here.
2: You know my habit. So oh
0: yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna wait until it's on Netflix, been off Netflix and back on Netflix again before I see <laughs> uh,
2: it. Pretty so. much. Yeah. Let it marinate yeah. a little bit. But but I'll be honest. Like if Sony weren't Sony and they decided to do like yeah. the HBO Max route, I don't know that I would have seen it at home. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So like I watched Dune at home. I mean, we've been over this, but like I watched Dune at home. Same. And I was gonna go see Dune in the theater. With you. Yep. And because <laughs> I hated yeah. Dune so much, I was like, they've <clears throat> they've got my sixteen dollars for HBO this month. Same. <laughs> like, you know, Daryl saw it on HBO Max too. So like you know, I, I, I,
1: I, we we both I, said the same. We're gonna go see it afterwards. Yeah. No, I was gonna no. I was
0: gonna make Haley go see it with me because she still owes me like a father's day present from last year <laughs> okay. and like like that was like lunch in a movie. And so I was gonna make her sit through Dune because I'm evil. Um, she hates Dune. She hates it. It's hilarious. But anyway, the, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Um I, I, I do stand by like this is one of those movies that they should have just put out. Um, I do not and, and this is no offense. No offense taken. So Ghostbusters is not the cultural tent pole that it was even fifteen years ago. Mm. You know, we can maybe debate that one. I think I think the 2016 Ghostbusters movie killed a lot of momentum for that.
2: I think it was confusing. Yeah, I think it confused a lot of fans that were maybe familiar with Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and 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 not that uh, I have any way, shape, or form a problem with that structure of film because you know this. I'm I'm probably the only reader of the IDW. Uh, uh, the Delgado and uh, Shoning yeah. comic. Well, because I got yeah. them for you. you them. Got, got you got me one. The, yeah, the, the, then, Transformers. Then it fell off. Oh yeah, the Transformers yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But
0: no, no, you're right. Those. I mean, I've I've read. I pick them up here and there. Um, typically, like if I like the cover.
2: And <laughs> so. they're a great. Uh, I don't know. I might be. They're I all might right. Be they're a, not bad. But be, again, yeah. I'm not the fan. I'm a target so, market. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. one maybe there. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it really gets into that expanded universe. Uh, But still based on... I still feel like
0: if 2016 Ghostbusters hadn't been like, oh, we're just starting over, but with girls this time. Mm -hmm. Had it been, because it filmed in Boston, and they said, hey, this is a franchise Ghostbusters outpost that's in Boston, and made all of... And because Hamilton was so big at the time, Mm -hmm. made all of the ghosts Revolutionary War-related, people would have gone nuts for that. Even with... The horrible, horrible, horrible. Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, Melissa McCartney, and Kristen Wiig.
2: You know, here's my here's my ultimate take on that film. Um, and we will get to the curve on that should, film. Uh, eventually. Yeah, we'll we'll try and not make this a two hour review.
0: Um, Either way,
2: yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you know, going back to Ghostbusters, the original '84. You know, primarily uh, Saturday Night Live made famous mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, all the relationships yep. that kind of go in that circle Paul Feig did not understand the 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 core of why this is a special um, franchise he just didn't get it. it and and I I believe in in his mind it was like okay I'll put four amazing Comedians from, you know, that. Air quotes. Yeah. We'll, yeah sure. Sure. So. Um, we'll put four comedians. I won't predicate it. Comedians. Uh, <laughs> we'll put, yes. <laughs> we'll put air quotes on yeah, comedians. You know, as stars well. of the so. SNL cast. Was most of
0: McCartney on SNL ever?
2: No. Okay. But, you know, his relationship with her going back to Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. And, Which is the and, only thing yeah. I've ever found her funny. In. Sure. So, you know, trying to take the popularity of, of Bridesmaids sure. and, um, you know, and then putting. You know, oh, okay, Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. SNL cast, mm-hmm. and oh, this mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's a surefire hit. Sure, um, but then it it just completely went into madness. Well, he forgot um, to write a good movie. Yes, and he, you know, he got overly defensive about everything around that, and you know, for those that are familiar with, you know. The great sony leak emails yeah. i mean all of this was in that. Yeah. um so anyway I, I think it's just a matter of uh, a misunderstood while maybe best of intended idea that yeah. just was not executed well
1: misunderstood that yeah. is something we've talked about yeah. where it's it seems like over the past years hollywood and these writers and they just don't understand uh, Point you know, we were just talking about dune and then he uh, uh Said that, you know, this has been his thing for since he was a kid and yet the way he writes Lady Jessica makes me think he Doesn't understand the character.
0: Yeah, yeah the way he wrote the Fremen makes me think he never yeah. actually read dune
1: Yeah, and that's not even talking about the character that he stuff he left out. It's just again i'm not the i've not read dune 30 times or anything Brown, anything like that suspicious but even, i read
0: i read it i've read it every year since i was 13. yeah okay. so, and it's my bible so even in i the try to get scientology the... to
2: switch to to dune instead of dianetics yeah, Get uh, l Ron hubbard on the phone
0: no down on the fourth uh when when they had the scientology store down uh, at fourth yes, and plum yes. i went in with dune um i got i recall I, you
2: telling me that story. i was I, I want 50 i
0: want 50 dollars and a free lunch for that um anyway but uh but no, I mean yeah, I, I just think Okay, so yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward to sure. afterlife. Mm-hmm. I, I think there was a little bit of a misunderstanding there too with uh with Jason Raymond.
2: Uh well I think he's living on
0: his dad's name mm, with well, this particular film.
2: I mean, here's another thing about Jason. Uh and maybe the only salient point of Ghostbusters 2 that I don't know, we probably won't even talk about GB2. Uh jason reitman in that film Mm -hmm. um you know party scene ray and winston show up they do the dance the kid comes up says you know my dad thinks you're full of crap that's jason Reitman. (laughs) so you know the children of that series i i'm a firm believer that when when i knew that jason was attached to this i got really excited um and Ivan had really been fighting to regain the rights to produce right. and and be a part of yeah. the creative process not just with Afterlife but even with 2016 yeah. and it was just the studio really botched that job. Um so The Film Busters. Sure, you know, and uh studio botching jobs. R- mm. Right. Right. I mean, I, you know,
0: honestly, if studios just got out of the way of most of these films, they'd
2: probably be great. Or at, at least better. It, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe. Saying, maybe, I'm saying, I'm yeah, saying most right. films. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You so. know, green light it and let it go, and and you know, Going, trust back, to the, your, trust going, going back to the first, and and what yeah. I was saying to you last night, why why that's important is you know that film was was shot, uh, you know, produced, edited, scored in ten months. Right. Um, so there was like you no had, time for studio involvement. You it had was, the
0: the the cast there. That core cast was, um. You know, SCTV, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and then Ernie Hudson, who I think is a super underrated actor, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. he gets nearly yeah, the absolutely. credit for, well, like, what he's done in it, his career. Yeah,
2: and when we start talking about Afterlife, uh, I'm really, really pleased that they pronounced Ernie Hudson in the way that they did.
0: Well, um, one, and two, like he was like, yeah, Dr. Zedmore, you know, like, because I think that got brushed under the rug a little bit in the first one well, that he winston, was also or winston he wasn't
2: or he, a or he wasn't do- a doctor no, in the first one no. the second one right um no no See, in fact.
0: I, I for whatever reason i thought so, I, I thought he was a doctor in winston
2: the had, has has a very long you know history to him yeah. ex-marine um was supposed to be much more um a part of the first. In fact, I think it, structurally the film works better in bringing the fourth member in. You know, roughly once they've hit their stride. Um, so it worked, mm-hmm. and uh, he was he was pretty bummed about that. Um, but uh, going back to the fandom, uh, Ernie has. He loves the fans. Oh, he yeah. comes out like I think he comes to every horror hound here. Mm-hmm. Um, every oh yeah, year. he's
0: here every year. Yeah,
2: exactly. And and I don't I don't well, chalk when it we say here to, we're talking about in Cincinnati. Cincinnati or, yeah, yeah. Um, you know he he's not in it for the the paycheck. He's in it for he, this is a very special part of, of yeah. that man's life. So well, and, it, you know. it's
0: what really made him a household name.
2: Yeah. Or and, send him uh, down the path to be a householder. Sure. How about that? And mm-hmm. he's a classically trained actor. Yeah. And, you know it's. Uh, anyway. But All right. So I, we haven't talked
0: enough about Afterlife. We started <laughs> to, and, and we keep going back to Ghostbusters. So I'm, I'm – okay. So real quick, out of um, – what did I say here? Ten murdered Stay Puff Marshmallow babies. <laughs> All right? Uh, I, I, that's a good one. I, I like coming up with a that's different, a, like, fun out of that's ten. That's a good one. I, I like to do this at the beginning, right? So out of ten, what, what do you give?
2: And he's to me. Afterlife. Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, I have seen it twice. Um, if I can be perfectly objective, I'd yeah. give it a seven. Okay. D?
1: I'd, I have it right around that six mark.
0: Uh, when I was walking out, I told you a six. I'm sticking with that. Sure. I, I you know, I, I told you though, like the degree of difficulty for this one, I don't think was super high, because of the disappointing nature of the 2016 film film um I, I feel like this movie the degree of difficulty for this was a four mm-hmm. out of ten like relatively easy well i
2: gave you my three word yeah review well and i told <laughs> I, so okay say it the ghostbusters awakens
0: yeah and i looked at you and i said this is the force awakens as you were telling me the ghostbusters awakens, it absolutely so. is yeah. um okay so that being said so this 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 starts with uh obviously egon obviously we don't see his face because you know harold ramus passed on um living out somewhere trying to capture something on his farm and
1: spoilers by the way
0: oh yeah we're spoiling the shit out of this yeah (laughs) uh sorry i always forget i always do a spoiler and then i'm like oh yeah spoilers anyway uh so Thanks he goes for permission, guys. he goes <laughs> to capture he goes to capture something and
2: it ends up getting him um, yeah so you know filling in some blanks yeah. here and 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 we w- we will do our best not to keep bouncing back and forth um, Have you listened to the podcast? That's <laughs> yes. all we do is bounce around. Okay, good. So thank you for that permission. Uh, well, it has to be streamed. I mean, it, it really is a continuation <laughs> of the first directly. Yeah. Um, in many ways, it ignores the second. I mean, there's really nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we retread uh, Gozer the Gozerian. Mm-hmm. Um, So, uh, you know, the the storyline based on, yes, uh, Egon heads to to Oklahoma to, uh, you know, the town that Evo Shandor built. Mm -hmm. So Evo Shandor, um, you know, by name in the first, you know, there was kind of a mysticism about it. And it was like, okay, he's built basically uh, uh, an antenna to uh, the gods. Uh, through, you know, this mining corporation that he owned in, in Oklahoma. So anyway. Uh, and also
0: played by the grossly misused.
2: J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J. Jonah James. Uh, University of Montana grad, match by the way. My, Match uh, my alum. tempo. That, <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not my tempo. <laughs> did you ever movie. watch Spotlight? Mm-mm. Whiplash.
0: <gasps> Whiplash. Sorry. Did you ever watch Whiplash? No. Dude, that's, your, that's your homework tonight. Okay. It's amazing. All right. He is, it's, it's, the, it's the movie that you watch and you think Miles Teller is going to be a fantastic actor. And then everything you see Miles Teller in after that, you're like, really? But what about, what,
2: what happened <laughs> yeah, here? I, I have, yeah, so, I, am, I am familiar. Uh, anyway. Um, but yes, yeah. anyway, uh, back to the, the synopsis. Yeah, so Egon, you know, he, uh, he abandons his friends and family and uh, he heads out to this town. And, Yes, yeah, starts with him.
0: So, how did you feel? I mean, this is for both. Of you. <clears throat> how did you feel about the fact that they set Egon up as a deadbeat dad from the beginning?
2: Oh man, that's a great question. You know, I guess, I, I, and a tough one to answer. You know, it's a, you kind of have to follow that thread. Mm-hmm. If you're to believe, like, the emotional weight of this family, and really this film is about two families. Mm -hmm. His family with the, you know, the other three, and his literal family. His
0: Ghostbuster family and his blood family.
2: Right. So, you know, he goes on a quest, and, you know, he's like, else be damned, I'm trying to save the world. So, yeah. Yeah uh he is set up as a as a deadbeat dad. like how did you uh, feel about
0: that though like were you did you look at them and be like oh my god not another one of these movies where they're trying to deconstruct the hero
2: i think i had enough trust in jason ivan and the rest of the team that this would not be a reality through the storytelling mm-hmm. um so yeah I guess I didn't really put much thought into okay. that I you know I'm not yeah. trying to make it a thing
1: and you know I'm usually on those things, but not really in this case. Yes. There were instances where It would have been easier for what was going on if he would communicate it because he had the proof that hey There's some shit going on um, I I wasn't sure you know again from the start just listen because again, th- this is one of those movies where Even though I gave it a six most of the characters. I really didn't like I really didn't connect with and that might have colored a little bit of me looking at him that way because It like even the you know, you know the mo- the mother who you know, who was his daughter? uh, You know and her kids I just I had a I had had a problem connecting with a lot of these characters and that it, that absolutely might have color to, that might have limited me in the sense of looking at him like that because if they were this this you know it you know you don't have to be a family that's you know have has everything put together but if they were more likable i might have looked at him more uh in the dead beat be dad variety but yeah. just because from the start of getting these characters that first scene with the family i was like i don't like any of these uh, people when you meet
0: phoebe at first she's insufferable like and we'll get to that. So, mm. I if you two hadn't been there, I might have been like, "All right, I'm not dealing with like this hero destruction bullshit." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. Like, this is not what I'm here for. I, I'm I'm here for a hero's tale with these these flawed characters who do their best to do best. Um, and I really got mad when it turned out that Janine and Egon did not have family together. And when she's like, yeah, my name is Janine Melments And it's not like, hey, mom.
2: Right. I was like,
0: fuck you. Well, like, I was yeah, so mad.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that one had been built up for decades on decades on yeah. decades. But, you know, uh, I didn't personally believe that that would be the case uh, going back to to the second yeah. film and her relationship with uh Louis Tully. Yeah, um, I get know.
0: it, but I mean at the same time it's just like Yeah. I don't know. And then uh the well, fact that y- we can never I... met who he had a family with. And there was well, no mention of
2: her. Yes. And it, honestly, that's one of the, the biggest gaps in the in the film yes. for me. So, and why I, I'm putting it at a seven sure. when you're just like, oh, you're such a fanboy. You know, it's like we're expecting I, a 10 out I'm,
0: I'm surprised you didn't go eight or nine, to be honest. Uh, but, like, you know, I, I,
2: I respect your I'm opinion a, more that you went at a seven. I'm a sane person. <laughs>
0: um, but. You wait, know, wait, I, wait. Did you just say that with a straight
2: face? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> then, Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually what That's the crazy. The bolt right? <laughs> is going to
0: come right down through the ceiling so, and strike uh, him down. But dead. but
2: but yeah, you know, it's like going back to your question, like you know, setting up um, Egon as the deadbeat father. There's zero mention of the mom uh, of the mom, right? At all.
0: And why is she not mad at her mom? And why does she have her dad's last name if she hates him and he was not involved with her life?
2: Yeah, you know, like such, you would have
0: thought she would have gone by the mom.
2: Such last a name. plot hole, like. And I'm I'm curious if that will be built upon in the inevitable mm-hmm. follow up for this. Um, I, I I think so. This movie's got a so this
0: movie had a 70 million dollar budget, right? Right. So if it makes 40 million dollars this weekend, it's on its way to a 200 million dollar box office worldwide, which I think is probably what it has to get to. It probably has to get to 300 worldwide, honestly, to like make its money back and guarantee a sequel, but. You know, I mean that's just like movie math. Um that being said, I, I, I think this movie is good enough that word of mouth will if it doesn't do more than forty five this weekend, they shouldn't look at that as a you know, as a bad thing. Right. Because I think it'll it'll probably have like a sixty to fifty five percent drop. Well, I mean I, that that's mm-hmm.
2: kind of the state of the business. So, like I I'm personally a yeah. believer that uh, it's going to be top to ever, or hard to top um, Infinity War ever. Like, that, you know, highest gristing film of all time. Not anymore.
0: Uh, Avatar got re-released. Yeah. And got uh, that's right. That's yeah. dumb. That's anyway, well, the, yeah.
2: amongst the two. Yeah. I don't so. know that we'll ever see another film to that degree. We're
0: never going to see another movie like Infinity War that was a culmination of 10 years of storytelling put together.
2: That's true. Just it.
0: like we're never gonna get the disappointing second half of that movie, like Endgame was, right? So, so anyway, gross <laughs> box.
2: <laughs> but you're probably right. But here, here's my take on that. Um, this, this franchise, this, this property, it, it'll be so bulletproof that maybe they won't continue this story. Yeah, but there will be. There will be something I feel eventually. like there's
0: enough left in this story to continue.
2: I think so. Um,
0: I think I think waiting three years is probably the right amount of time to wait for another one of these to come out, though. Because it'll let, um what's her name, McKenna Grace, McKenna Grace. Yeah. age a little more. I mean, she's already got two years since they filmed this. But, get I mean, was she like 14, 15? 15. 15. Like, get her to be like 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Bring her back. She graduated like with multiple degrees at eighteen from multiple colleges. She goes to work for Winston. Um, and I think uh, focus on her. Forget Fen Wolfhard. Like you know, he dies in a race car accident or something. Because <laughs> like that kid, his best acting days are far behind him.
2: Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that they'll try and continue. Who they built up as yeah. Right I, As you know, the,
1: the
0: Ghostbusters
2: As the four yeah. young Teens. Ghostbusters no, I, The ghost Team. not yeah.
0: Maybe maybe um, not Podcast I, I think, is definitely Going to get hit by a bus Because he's always Walking down the middle of the street Not paying attention To what he's doing um, He's a really fresh actor Liberty, I think this is his first job By the way I, I had no issue with the actor Yeah I had the issue with The way the character was written
2: Because um, you felt targeted
0: No I do not. I do not walk around with
2: a with a with a yeah. mixer board with no battery. Yeah, they're trying to record See, like, things. You know, that's that's where you know he's like smacking his head. I'm like, <laughs> it, y- y- by virtue of you asking me the question, do do you, is he carrying a battery with him? And I'm just like, Brian, really? Y- you watch professional wrestling, like. <laughs> Oh no, yeah, it got really quiet in here. <laughs> uh, I mean, so does Daryl. <laughs> I was to say we so, both did. Yeah, uh, I
0: told uh, when I went to professional like, wrestling is the purest form of er- entertainment. Well, there is. like it
1: was funny when I went to Muay Thai the other day. I told uh, my coach I was like, yeah, um, yeah. So I was just I was watching men's um,
2: uh, soap operas the other day. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Your stories, yeah, it's
0: my stories. Yeah, it is. But anyway, yeah. But you guys,
2: I, I won't, I, I won't call you. No, yeah, yeah. please don't.
0: Um, Maybe sometime. I mean, it's fine if you want to go to war like that. I'm happy to
2: go. I won't do it on air. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, there
1: were there were but, a lot of on the nose moments in yeah. here that it was just cringeworthy, and um, uh, there were a couple of them.
0: Bokeen Woodbine in this was grossly Bokeen misused. Woodbine. Grossly misused. I love that guy. Um, ever since the big hit when he's uh he learns about masturbation <laughs> and he's just trying to strengthen his hand throughout the entire movie. He has a different apparatus to strengthen that grip and like he's got all the different lotions he's trying to talk to Mark. and keep in mind that was Mark Wahlberg's first feature film. Um arguably his best. <laughs> so but uh no I, I would have liked to seen more of him.
2: Um Yet you've said this movie could be 30 to 40 minutes shorter. Absolutely. He, he could cut it down to 20 then. Yeah. yeah. It could have been 40 I, I, minutes. I, I, could have been know, 40 minutes shorter. I think you'd there. hook me in around the 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I would say 20 minutes. So,
0: so the runtime was... Uh, it's a little north of 20 It was 125 minutes, minutes so two mm-hmm. hours and five minutes. Yeah. Um, if the runtime for this movie was 80 minutes, I think... That might have been like okay, I'm, I need a little 80 more. Minutes, eighty minutes, guess, dude. That's, that's an animated that's, film. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold okay. Get there. So, <laughs> like, because I said forty minutes at first, and I do kind yeah. of stand by that. So, but that's eighty minutes, right? Eighty-five minutes. It's a little short. You're gonna be like, okay, what did what what left what was left on the cutting room floor that was important?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the ninety to hundred minutes is where this movie would have shined and been really tight. There was all that stuff, like kind of in the middle beginning section when, um, you know, they were first figuring out the like what's going on in town and and Phoebe and the podcast. And, and, well, and, to, me, and, to, and were, to me,
2: that's but honestly the best was, part of this film. No. And I mean, you guys are are pretty crystal clear in like your um, you know, the the characters didn't hook you. No. Uh, and and in that way, yeah, I can totally respect your perspective there and to and me because it, was, it
0: felt like a retread of ghostbusters one
2: well the That's latter where, the latter half you know, of even the film. first
0: half like them going and learning about everything that was uh, see you know, i don't know i guess
2: um, i i my, my lens on that one is you know there's there's a whole lost mysticism of of what happened to uh-huh. As a result of the eighty-four sure. films, like you know, and, and I would have liked
0: to seen more of that. Them looking in more into the Ghostbusters than they did, but taking out some of that, like when they um they are trying to bust um, Muncher or Munchies or whatever the the is metal Muncher. Muncher, yeah, yeah, like that could have been way shorter. Like that whole thing could have been
2: shorter. <laughs> that the, I'm with you. Like,
0: yeah. um, honestly, the earthquake stuff could have been a little bit shorter. Like I don't know just, there were there was stuff that could have come out
2: But uh, I easily. mean a, a, again that that's the Jason Reitman. in yeah. in this you so know.
1: as far as the and, and I I don't know if you were gonna say this but I Understand why certain aspects were retreads of Ghostbusters because you have it's not just you know the Ghostbusters fans that You know, have been fans forever You're also trying to for people who say hey, this looks good. Let me go check it out You do need a little bit at least a little bit of a retread to kind of explain things It's just how much is too much and I think in this instance there were certain There was a little bit of much and not necessarily going into the ghostbusters per se, but and again, I know this is with I I didn't like for the most part the character second half of the movie actually I thought they were fine but the first half of the movie they they turned me off more than got me interested in them and i think that's for me like the first 30 minutes for me were extremely i didn't like the pacing of that first half of the movie
0: when, when Even it though, got to Buston, then it was like oh, yeah. this is this is this is fun um you know never mind the fact that she just knew how to use the proton pack just intuitively. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, oh, well, okay. So, it's, it's, hold on. She was able right. to put it together intuitively as well. Well, was... she did have help from Egon right.
1: there. So well, I get that. I and get so, the ghost was helping At least out, still, that, yeah, That yeah. I think that was a saving, because if she did that by herself, even yeah. though she was smart, again, we know that, if she would have done that by herself, that would have taken something away from, uh, from things. They,
0: they went out of her way to tell us how smart she was from the beginning, and it was like, okay, we get it. Like, you know, and then the the fact that uh, what was fan's character's name? Uh, Trevor was like borderline like mentally handicapped, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he couldn't get out of his own way. And man, that kid—he was like a cute little kid on uh, on Stranger Things. That nose—it's just getting out of control. Like you know, he is not not a handsome young man. It's just like wow. Dude, and you're losing your acting chops that you had as a kid. What's going on? He might on just here? be
1: going through a phase, and you know. yeah, it's
2: called puberty. Uh, yeah. I don't
0: know. Like, yeah. I think, I think, I think his ceiling is like Adrian Brody, like so, which isn't bad, but like you know, the, that's he, that's fair, right? But yeah. he's yeah. got he's got like a very limited amount of like what he can do as an actor. Yeah. So and again, or, that's
1: not. I mean, there's tons of actors. That uh, are like I will that, agree
0: right. with you. Like, I think McKenna Grace did well in this. I love Carrie Coon. Like, I right.
2: I leftovers. I'm
0: leftovers Fargo yes the Fargo series which she was way better than she was on the leftovers and she was amazing on the leftovers right um obviously galactic treasure Paul Rudd Mm -hmm.
2: so
1: world's uh, sexiest man
2: that's right right yeah yeah Um, so yeah I mean we'll agree that the the film is a slow start right it's it's, uh, and deliberate I'll
0: I'll, I'll even say it's deliberately paced (laughs) so because it's not boring no, per se. It's just say, it's you know the
2: characters. If you latch onto them, right. Like it's a yes. fun ride in the first half. If like, not, did you did you not. attach to the characters right away? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just my my bias, or just like I w- my, my eyes are wide open. Like mm-hmm. y- you know, this I feel like a, you've been really objective. Yeah. I, so, well,
1: an example I would give as far as where people, including Brian, has told me this movie is so boring. Arrival. Oh, so. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I've had other people say that that's actually one of my favorite sci-fi movies. But the part difference is I connected with both characters with Jeremy Renner and Mm -hmm. uh, Amy Adams character right Right. away. So that you're absolutely right. If you even you don't have to even fully connect. But if you get if you "Ah, you know, I kind of like this character. If you get that then those first 30 minutes is totally different. It's going to be a totally different aspect of how I look at it. I just agree. because I yeah. didn't care. I didn't I, care I, for the character. I characters.
0: think if you hop into the, like the Spangler clan from the jump of getting evicted, because that was the other thing. I was like, really? Like she's getting evicted. Like
2: where's the mom?
0: Yeah. Where, where who's helping? Like, you know, like, you know, because then like when they talk about her ex-husband, like, I don't know. I feel like dad's got a bad rap in this. Mm. Um, and that, that always, like, kind of triggers me a little bit. Yeah. So, but so, um, yeah. Um. What was I going to say? I, I will say this. Um, $75 million budget.
2: Small budget.
0: It looks fantastic. Yeah. It looks fantastic. At yeah. no it, point are you like, holy crap, they're looking at a green screen that they went back and post a year later and put in a carved wall of Gozer the Gozerian.
2: Right. Another and, criticism yeah. of mine of the 2016 films. Like, the... The effects
0: well, again, it was shot in Boston. It's really hard to make anything that's Boston look good, sure, especially the people <laughs> no and the, the architecture. The no, 100 no, offense to Boston, so it's horrible. It is like again, like when California falls into the ocean, hopefully, there's a little residual that takes Boston with it.
2: <laughs> so but back. going, back, you know, going back <laughs> anyway, yeah, you see, yeah, this is this is me and how I try and you know, reel it in. Um. You know, you would at, while we're watching the film, you're like, you know, the the 2021 uh, terror Doll that was effect. The, yeah. was, you know, and and I think that that's a the you know just the overwhelmingly, um, you know, how well the 84 film has aged. Mm-hmm. You know, practical effect. It was because they're, it was a were, practical yeah. effect
0: in 84 with the model and and everything like that. And that is a lost art these days. Yes, it because is because they yes. rely. They rely on, <laughs> on on CG too much, and I think the latter part with the dogs um, when they were back at the farmhouse that was where they looked their best. Sure, everywhere else they looked like they were about two inches off the ground, um, and they had no shadows. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Mm. They didn't have shadows. I'll
2: check that out on the third. But <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but
0: uh, it's little things like that. But then the yeah. other thing too, like when they were going through the timeline wall. The 21, when it got to 2021, <laughs> like, one, it wasn't the same color. It wasn't the same font, necessarily. It was close font, but it mm. wasn't the same font. And it was, like, and this is my superpower. It was, like, five pixels too low. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it's, like, uh, that right, is, right, to that me, is it, misaligned, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. And it's because we sit there and look at grids all day, so.
2: Well, oh, not just that. It, it, it very much looked like somebody had used the... uh you know the uh, auto. Oh, the
0: auto, auto erase
2: or, uh, or the yes. auto so, you auto film. You know, yeah, yeah. If you're familiar with Photoshop, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it just yeah. It anyway, so,
0: yeah, it, it just that was the only thing. It's like you know what they kind of should have just left this movie in like 2020 or 2019. Like, like why, why why do you it? have to make we'll, it? Yeah. yeah. That because they just opened with 2019, like you know, like somewhere Oklahoma 2019. Yeah, oh, so. and
2: it, it kind of opens it up for a, a side joke. Or right. I mean, are we over 2020 enough that we can joke about it?
0: Uh, you, I mean, you, <laughs> I, 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 see, that's the other thing too, <laughs> right. right? Like, like you know, that. See, I feel like they should if the, if it was 2021, they should have tied the pandemic into the whole like into the world like this is a sign that those nah. gozer, are the gozerians coming like the go- i not know i the, thought the that would been too elites, on the nose the, the yeah. world or elites are trying to bring gozer forward like you know that had been way too on the nose for me now a little bit so, yeah so, i'm a 100 percent. i know but, but uh now, who, who's to say that <laughs> somebody wouldn't have pitched that idea i'm sure somebody did let's be honest so yeah right. let's go back and cg masks onto this. <laughs> So. I saw a thing on Instagram the other day where, like, the, it was one of those, like, can you Photoshop, like, my boyfriend out of this or whatever? And it was the the, the woman's, like, uh, can you Photoshop masks onto this picture so it represents that we got married during the pandemic? And the guy put the Jim Carrey masks, like, the you know, <laughs> mask on their faces. And it's, like, you get what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just stupid. Anyway, but... Uh, Effects were great. Yeah. yeah. Sound design I, I, yeah. Uh, was... The I- sound... Of the proton pack starting up everybody keep, loves it i need to make that like one of the tones on my phone
1: yeah I, I, and i'm a huge sound design guy as yeah. brian will tell you I, I it's his favorite oscar yeah i watch it's it all the it's time. the
0: only oscar that matters to him is sound yeah. design
1: said no one ever but anyway i, I yeah, says you 70, because it's the only one you ever talk for about. for i eh, talk about effects knucklehead uh for 70 million dollars 75 75 Be it fair. looked
0: great yeah mm. absolutely looked great Considering the other thing we're going to talk about there that we've talked about at this point, because we're doing yeah. this out of order, Red Notice, which had a $200 million budget, this looked far and away better. And I think because it was shot on film,
1: mm-hmm. if, yeah. I,
0: if I read the credits correctly, um, it was not digital. So,
2: huh. Well, and also bear in mind, uh, through yeah. the, you know, transpiring through a pandemic... That left a lot of time for those guys to really get in there and yeah, massage co- it. Okay.
0: Yeah, but that cost that cost extra money. Though. I mean, it like,
2: does, but I mean, so was I, the
0: original budget for this movie like sixty, and they went and did like fifteen million more and who like knows? just clean up?
2: Who knows? So I mean, it could just be a matter of like you know. I, I it,
0: personally, I mean, this this movie's been in the can for over a year. It's been a while. Like this movie's been done and ready to go. we've talked about this like we've talked about this too Mm -hmm. just release it just release these movies get them out get people back in the habit of going to the theater and and now the theater is struggling because of their hesitancy to to i mean we said a a long
1: time we said that last year this was that was going to happen this
0: is why we're not going to see another billion dollar movie for five years so maybe 10
1: yeah i'm really curious to see how well no way home does so
0: I'm gonna guess 800. I'm I bet, I'm gonna guess it does worse than Venom 2.
1: What did Venom 2? Right? You think it's so? at
0: 800 right now? It's over 800 now. But wow, I think I think uh, I think Spider Man in the MCU is not Toby Maguire's Spider Man. I think even adding you know Spider Toby and St- Spider Garfield um, to this, it's not gonna make up for what the Eternals have done to the MCU. <sighs> But uh, I, I, I do think this is a fresh like restart to the Ghostbusters like story, though, I think uh, especially after the end credit scenes and the way the movie ended, um, I would definitely go see a sequel. Yeah. Or uh, not even a sequel. I just go see a continuation of the story. Let's well, and, put it that way.
2: You know, and one thing that we haven't really discussed is this was a terrific um, love letter to Harold Ramis. You know passed away 2014 yeah that's where i you know honestly it, it i couldn't have seen a better story um if he were still with us right like, you know himself yeah it, so. this was such an open door to be like ah this is how we do it because mm-hmm. this film has been bounced around in oh, various yeah, for formats 20 years. for ages yeah. they've been trying to make a third film um, you know Bill well, never wanted to do it right. like and there just wasn't a script mm-hmm. there wasn't an idea but with Harold Ramis's passing it was like uh, this could be something really special and speaking of um, Bill can we
0: just for a sec <laughs> Peter Venkman is the uh, Professor Emeritus at SUNY um, which is uh, one state, of the New, New York, York s- yep. State Colleges yep. in marketing and advertising
2: State University New York yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, in in marketing and uh, it, it's like perfect
0: it's absolutely perfect
2: <laughs> what do you think so. of the uh, mid credit role uh, or the uh...
0: uh i'm happy that was the mid credit role mm-hmm. um i might have switched and made that the end credit role to be honest and put winston and uh janine as the mid credit that's
1: more because i look at mid credits usually as more a part of the story and the the post credit like the final credit is usually that you know fun thing i think
0: it's that that was like a fun little like easter egg like captain the captain america um psa yeah or yeah you
1: know or peter talking to his mom like yeah "Yeah, the guy like who hit you sky named steve his friend was huge. He's, like from, the, yeah. he's from Brooklyn. Yeah.
2: yeah. Steve from Brooklyn. I, I guess I, I, what I appreciated about it and, you know, I when it. I went I on Yeah, night, I both yeah, of them. Yeah. So. I thought it was really cool because, like, we're, we're going through the cast, like, the main cast and, you know, it's, like, special appearances and it's, like, Sigourney Weaver and, and and even others in the auditorium where they were like, where was Sigourney? And then it, like, cuts over to, a, I thought, a really sweet, like, moment between, her, you know... Yeah. Uh, sigourney weaver and oh yeah and, and it was Bill very were. sweet i think... if you could tell she had a ring on her finger yeah. so I, um... I think
0: a fun thing would have been uh with sigourney and if they could have got rick moranis
2: right oh, when man.
0: when they first when, when when carrie and paul first like came back to being humans from being the key master and the gatekeeper dogs had it go from scourney weaver rick moranis to carrie coon <laughs> uh Paul oh in a flash just kind of like whoop whoop like that would have been fun yeah um and and like a nice little hat tip to rick moranis who you know is retired and a dad and like,
2: mm-hmm. he might you know. be coming back though
0: he said he that that's been a rumor for a little while he's talked about coming back um just to acting in general yeah so because his kids are a little grown now um because his wife passed and you know he he, he stepped up and like, I'm gonna be the one to raise my kids. I think, yeah, it's fantastic. It just makes me more of a fan of his. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, uh, is that R- Reynolds and him? What they're involved in some like mobile, like some cell company, yeah, now. So, uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds is Canadian, Reynolds. right? Yes. yes, okay, that makes perfect sense yeah.
0: now. You know, it's... Yeah, he drinks his Molson and eats his cheese curds and aviation you know, gin. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, which was in Red Notice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a very iconic bottle, by the way. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I like again. I I thought this was. I thought. Oh Jesus, we've been going for an hour. Uh, all right, we're gonna wrap this up. Mm-hmm. It was. A, it's a good movie. Go see it. Um, my, my only thing is, it's. I'll, I'll negotiate down to twenty minutes too long. I, I think it's longer than it needs to be. Um, Again, though, like you said, I think every movie is longer than it needs to be right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We are missing the art of the 90-minute movie. Yeah. I I,
1: I will say, for me, well, it depends on the – it really depends on the genre. Like horror movies, 90 minutes. (laughs) Comedies, 90 minutes.
0: Dude, all the best horror movies are like 82 minutes long. Like that 90-minute cutoff or for those, Yeah, that's the max. Yeah,
1: for those. Uh, animated movies are different you know because you know, there's 85 minutes there's but it, it really depends like this is a movie that I I think an hour and 40 hour 45 minutes yeah. would have, that's kind of like where I like and it, I, I was telling him like I love long movies but there has to be a reasoning behind right. the movie being yeah. two hours two exactly. and a half hours yeah. and and 99% of the time there is that
0: it's that Chris Nolan Influence on, like, we just need to add, keep adding exposition and adding mm-hmm. exposition and adding White exposition. Shot, exposition. And I was about to with ex- the shot yeah. for a longer than and, you need and, to, and then, yeah. the, Wong. Yeah. And then eventually, <laughs> like, you've added so much exposition, you've completely taken away from the
2: story. Well, that's Nolan so, for you. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, as is evident with how the Batman movies went,
2: but yes, um, I mean, I, I'm with you is, 90 yeah. minutes like I said to you and, and trying to get you to watch the first film last night, <laughs> it is the tightest 90 minutes. It's 90 yeah. minutes. So, yeah. It's 90 minutes. Like, it, it, and, I, and it goes by so quickly you to oh my God, I, I feel fulfilled. I really do want to watch it again.
0: It's funny. Like, I, after I was
1: reading, a, I was watching, a, somebody reviewed this one and they mentioned the originalist talking about there are very few movies that are paced as well as the original Ghostbusters. It
2: is the tightest screenplay mm-hmm. script that I, you know, it in in film schools. I mean, they talk about oh, yeah. this. Mm-hmm. It's the script. It's the yep. it's the movie about nothing.
0: Yeah, it's the Seinfeld of movies.
2: It's the Seinfeld of movies. Right, I guess
0: Seinfeld is the Ghostbusters of TV shows. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
2: more accurately, um, <laughs> I, I,
0: I do think I think that modern cinema storytelling got in the way of making this a great movie.
2: Just mm-hmm. Plain and simple well in the in the in the studio culture that we live in right now yes. I, that's you know. the modern yeah. Filmmaking yeah. Oh, like absolutely. that that's
0: that's yeah. all under that umbrella i I think um I think there's that i I do like I understand like the Paul Rudd like I think I would have liked it better if Paul Rudd was her husband at the beginning and the dad and he had the the connection with Phoebe and she had a connection with Trevor instead of Trevor just being out on an island by himself and like apparently really good at working on cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he never gets recognized for doing anything good. Um, and instead of her being concerned about why she doesn't connect to Phoebe and instead being happy that like, you know, you and your dad have this great relationship and her, and you know, Paul Rudd could have been the exact same character and they could have taken the, all of the summer school stuff out and she still could have met podcast when they moved to town with him just randomly walking up to her on the corner, like, "Hey, you're new. Let me interview
2: you." Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, the whole summer school thing so. is built around. Okay, let's introduce the whole seismic activity. Like, well, I mean, but that, again, that, like, that I think up, I right? think you
0: handle that when when they get to they get to the uh, the dirt farm, and that's all on the wall. And sure. And, and he, since like Paul Rudd is a, a scientist, he's like, "Hey, what do you make of this?" Like, and like again, then showing us. Why she's so special instead of just telling us and telling mm-hmm. us and telling us, and like, you know,
2: yeah. So, I don't know. Once we hit the halfway mark in this one, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm just oh, like, 100%. So, oh, man, you know, the cleanest Walmart well, and <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we were, we were, <laughs> right? we were making fun yeah. of that. So, we should have gone but, next
0: door and taken some pictures to like <laughs> compare and contrast,
2: but uh, like, yeah, so, not holy stock Walmart. Shows. Yeah.
0: Um, Nothing on the floor. I do want to close on the mini. Say Puff guys. Yes, um, I did not hate that like I thought I was going to hate it. The fact that they were murdering each other left and right and willfully was being hilarious. murdered uh, uh, Yeah,
2: honestly, like I saw so much inspiration from Gremlins. In oh, that. oh, totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and, yeah. And
0: and so it's definitely a hat tip. To and Gremlins, funny enough, you know, uh,
2: both GB One and yeah. Gremlins opened up on the same day oh, yeah. in 1984. Oh, so same like, day, same day. Wow. I yeah. just want
0: to know how they were able to drive the Roomba. Uh,
2: you know supernatural abilities armor. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh the yeah.
0: plot armor in this movie was super thick
2: on a lot of characters you know that's why i i so. give an honest review that, well, yeah, i'm happy yeah, yeah, no yeah. one died mm-hmm. um you know my, my well like egon died spoilers sort of i mean you know <laughs>
0: but, no but i mean like none of the other characters like really died um Bringing in the three, like they showed up at just the right time, just the right, uh, just the right amount of swagger, and then the just the right amount of "I'm too old for this shit."
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I thought they lingered on the uh, the CGI Ramus a little too just long, just a little too long um, just a little bit. I, I, and the
0: four Herald, I told you, they blew that wad a little too early. It should have been right when it went to black. As the, you know, the siren was going and, and the the first few beats of who you going to call were landing, do four Harold and then Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I, I think mean, that's that typically been, how those things
2: go. Right. right
0: And I just felt like as because as he's fading away and says four Harold, it's like, OK, well, now I know this movie's over. There's no like this is it. And you just took me out of this super emotional scene.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it, that felt rushed to me.
2: So. Yeah, and right. honestly, you didn't really even need the wide shot of New York City and the Ecto one driving it. in. Like I liked
0: it because you had the you had the siren, and you had the. Like, because it wasn't long, it faded to black. Well, almost and immediately. actually, I'll so. retract
2: that because it was a good beat into the. And I was really yes, the theme. Yeah. And I was really glad that this this one didn't start with that because right. so I'm like, oh, I yeah. think from a tempo perspective, that would have been so. Oh, weird. Th- I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, this movie definitely starts out on more of a dour, somber note, right? Than that would have led to so. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't use it in the score really at all throughout. Oh, uh, so.
2: going back to, I mean, you're a sound guy. I'm a <laughs> sound guy. B- great score yep. and the original Elmer Bernstein like this was not they didn't just replay it it was mm-hmm. s- s- you know slight difference yeah I
0: mean the different themes for the characters
2: were updated it was perfect like that. I thought, I've yeah. always yeah. loved this score the,
0: the, 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 the music to this added to everything that it did
2: and so I was not expecting the Buzzcocks to be in the uh, the soundtrack <laughs> get what you get I thought that, that was pretty sweet yeah, yeah
0: So, all right. Well, hey, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us as the real Ghostbuster. We we
2: could uh, we could go on and on and on. Maybe we'll do
0: a maybe we'll do a follow up. If I go see it again, we'll we'll get my my second take viewing. Sure. So I'll bring Haley and we'll pull her in and get like the uh, Zoomer's point of view.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and uh, it was awesome to see so many kids. uh, yeah one of the little know, guys
0: as i was walking in had a proton pack on and that just made me laugh that's, <laughs> that's why i love the appeal it was like his jacket yeah. the jacket
2: but it was like a hard proton pack on the back oh that's pretty cool i love it i love it it's it's it has generational yeah but yeah oh, anyway um daryl uh brian thanks for having yeah. me yeah
0: where can people find you um i think your only instagram account is Chewies, right uh
2: basically so. yeah you know um if <laughs> i'm i'm not very discoverable yeah. uh not fair uh, enough not we'll just leave presence. you as a Man of mystery. Man of uh, Doctor, man of mystery. International. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Parabiologist. <laughs> so. Exactly. Well, again, thanks for having me. This has been a fun review. Yeah, man. Me. Thanks, man. Bye. Yeah. Right. Bye.